Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. I can't take this shit anymore. Well, there's... Uh... Which particular shit? You, your life is... My living situation. Oh, your living situation. I'm, I'm with my son. Yeah. I said to him, like, at 5 to 9, I said, all right, I'm gonna, we're going to wrap up in five minutes because he's playing Roblox and I'm watching This Is Us. Okay. And, uh, and then I'm going to go. And my mom, I could hear her limping from, like, 20 feet away. She's got a cane. Mm-hmm. She's dragging herself to us to tell me, um, you, you need to leave in two minutes. Why I'm two? like... Bitch, you do not tell me my schedule. Yeah. This, I'm going you, to a podcast. Why are you telling me I'm going to a podcast? Wow. Is she listening to the Jackie and Laurie? No. Uh-huh. So I, I, all I say is don't remind me. Please don't remind me. Yeah. All our fights are her reminding me. About she different- actually had to crawl across broken glass <laughs> to remind me. Yeah. And then I said, don't remind me. And she said, stop being mean to me. And we just did that back and forth. I, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't either. She won't change. No, no, she will not change. No. You are correct. Did you want to change? No. Oh, okay, do I want Jackie. to like being reminded? No, <laughs> no. I fucking don't, <laughs> no, Jackie. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. Now it's just a waiting game. Yes. I'm when so is sorry. she gonna die? <laughs> I, I'm so- when? I don't know. I, I've been promised this two <laughs> hip surgeries ago. <sighs> And then why is there always a DJ, some white male DJ has the billboard right in front of Meltdown when we drive on Sunset? Is it a it's new? no one I've heard of. This one's <laughs> TSD, and he's got an umlaut over the E, and he's <laughs> just as boring looking as Calvin Harris. And what's the job? You fucking play songs? Yeah. Really? That, that That's is... a great contribution to humanity. Why are these... Boring morons <laughs> being rewarded. Why? Well, that really sums it up, doesn't it? Yes. I know, I don't know why boring morons. It's International Women's Day. <laughs> um, <sighs> yes, they are rewarded every day. It's. I heard today that uh, is it John Favreau? No, who's who's doing the new Star oh, Wars? Oh, you hit it on the right on the head with bo- boring white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it's not one. the good John Favreau who was a speechwriter for Obama. It's yep, the other one. The other one. He's uh, he's going to write the new Star Wars movies. It's uh, it's exhausting. It there is. has to be someone else who could. We got to get that guy. How are we going to? We got to get that guy. That guy knows Do you? things. Do you, you don't have to get that guy. You don't have to get him. You don't have to get Joss Whedon. There has to be a new version of all of those white guys, and they have to not be white guys. How about God, that? I'm so fucking There's sick the, of it. <laughs> it's exhausting. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, you know my drama. Yeah, I got. I got. Uh, just a complete fucking. And then this guy. His lawyer is... Wait, we got to tell people a little bit. You can't jump into the lawyer story. Well, okay. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I have a better story before the lawyer story. Okay. I went to jury duty. Right. And you know how I don't have a filter? Remember how I just asked you when your mom was going to die? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the, uh, I'm, I'm sitting through jury duty. I made it further than I've ever made it. I'm mm-hmm. in the juror selection room, and it's all day. We're in the we're in the eleventh hour here, and no bullshit. iPhone, right? No, no, horrific. They, yeah. So, and they don't want you. And it was the most boring and yet most compelling thing I've ever done in my life because mm. it was kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. The judge, uh, and then two lo- two lawyers, and it was a civil case, tenant, landlord, whatever. Uh, one of the lawyers was just an old guy mm-hmm. who would get up and ask the jurors the same three questions from a half crouch and then sit down. Mm-hmm. The other guy was a young guy, looked like he was. Under five years into the biz, mm-hmm. super smarmy, super shiny, thought he was in debate class in 10th grade. And it went on for 15 minutes every time he opened his mouth. 10 wow. to 15 minutes. It was exhausting. And he asked the same questions over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he kept trying to rile everybody up. And so I'm sitting there, and 
I'm finally in the alternate box, like the sixes. He's already burned. This is this young guy has burned mm-hmm. through 11 to 15 people mm-hmm. already out of 60. Mm-hmm. So there's eight people sitting in the, in the jury box. There's six alternates. Four people go up. On either side of me, there's other alternates, right? Mm-hmm. And he's asking us each these questions. And the two guys, he says this out loud, and the judge has to chastise him. He says out loud to these guys, so if you think that the law is crazy, would you, would you rule in verdict? Would you, you rule a verdict in favor of the law or do whatever you did, do what you thought was right? If you thought the law was crazy, would you do what you think is right or follow the law? And the judge goes, you can't say that. You can't say the law is crazy. <laughs> You're a lawyer. <laughs> and, uh, and so then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I take it back. You can't take it back. You've mm-hmm. already said it. That sounds and, like the uh, landlord's lawyer, by the way. Uh, it wasn't. It was oh, the really? tenant's lawyer. <laughs> and so uh, then he asked the same question that he's asked 9,000 people, mm-hmm. which is, is there anything that I didn't ask that would make you have a hard time rule on this case? And he goes, I don't see any hands. And then I raised my hand and I was like, I have to say something. I just say, I don't know if it'll affect it, but I don't like you. <laughs> And I don't want to judge your client because I don't like you. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. And he, and I was not going for a laugh, though it is something gratifying about uh, 40 exhaust, exhausted people hiding laughs behind their hands. Oh, my God. And he was like, well, oh, well, I'm, I thank you for your honesty. And I was like, he said, well, see, do you think that that would affect how you judge my client? And I said, not now that I've vented it. Now I can separate it. But I just want you to know that you can't rile people you're, up. You're fundamentally unlikable. <laughs> you are a smarmy piece of shit. And you're creeping me out. Anyway, so oh my that God. was my experience. That's and then, so, so then great. I become juror number one in the next instant. Right. They're like, uh, like Ms. Cashian, please be juror number one. And then in the instant after that, that young lawyer says to the judge, I'd like to release Ms. Cashian. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot more likable. I got a whole lot more likable in about a heartbeat. And, uh, cause I'm out. Cause I got to fly out tomorrow and then come back on Monday. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, I, I have a blog where I state certain facts. And then it's I a state, Tumblr. And then I state an opinion. And then uh, uh, a guy who, what's worse, that he was gross or that he's a hack? Uh, so It's a tough call. It's a tough call just because I've you, known a lot of gross guys that weren't hacks. Right. Okay, How many so, gross guys do you know that aren't hacks? Oh, a lot. Right. You're like, oh, that guy's funny. It turns out it makes up for how gross he is. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really does. If yeah. you are, are you, if you are a sexual assaulty, mm-hmm. if you have that habit, right. that you're a genius, you'll get right. away with it for longer. For decades, it turns yes. out. Look at Bill Cosby. Yeah. That guy, 60 roofies. I never liked him. But he's Louis, just, right, right, right. Just like blocking the door with his dick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, um, well, okay. So anyway, so you wrote a blog about a guy who was charged with sexual assault, a stand-up Five comic. years ago. Five and years every ago. year and a half, I get an email from this banana head telling me to take it down. And I got an email from supposedly his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was Epstein's mother is what it was. As fucking... <laughs> Whatever. First, you know what? Raise, listen, raise your sons to treat women well and raise your daughters not to be sexual assaulters' boyfriends. Right. A girlfriend. And, and I don't think that it was real. It wasn't real. And then, mm. so I ignore it. And then it goes by. And then I, six months later, a year later, I get another one. This mm-hmm. one's from him saying, you know, and I ignore that. And then I get, when I'm on that cruise, nerd cruise, mm-hmm. I get a text message saying, Hey, do you know a comic named this? And I was like, I don't know him, but I know of him. Uh, I read an article, a couple of articles about him several years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, part of an arrest record. Uh, so I know that he's. Uh, I don't like him, uh, and I don't. And, and I watched his stand up, and that's the guy I wrote yeah. about. And I saw his stand up online, and he's a hack. So no, I don't know him, that's but I know a final other. nail in the coffin. Such You're a nail in the so fucking. So willing to let him get away with it if he had a couple good jokes <laughs> that like, you wish he'd written. Writing. That's the lesson to take away sexual assaulters. <laughs> when will Cosby's studio album come out? <laughs> so um, the uh, the so anyway, 
uh, I get this thing. He's looking at for my address. And so I'm he's, like, he's asking other people for your home address. For my home address. And, and so I'm, I'm sorry I out. gave it to him, first of all. Well, that is, that is oh, very sad that Kill Martin is just like... I took it off Twitter as soon as I found out that he was... Right. And then... So then I get a snail mail email, handwritten envelope, mm-hmm. uh, from a lawyer, a criminal lawyer, by the way. He, it's a civ- it would be a civil case, mm-hmm. but he has a criminal lawyer because he's a criminal. Uh, <laughs> because his client's a criminal. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, why wouldn't? And so it's a woman lawyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have to then contact my lawyer. Which I don't have a lawyer, but <laughs> but I know people who know lawyers. So now right. I have a lawyer, right? And so it's a civil lawyer, and so I send him all this stuff, and I'm like, and he goes, "Well, it'll cost you some money for me to review all this," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, I just sure. do it because I'm sick. I have a choice in in responding to this. Life and is I've, short. How much right. energy do you want to spend on this? Exactly. So I've spent four years ignoring this, right? And there is some, but it's always. You know, poking away at you. Yes. You know this guy wants you to suffer. Right. There is some satisfaction I get in ignoring it. And there's right. some satisfaction in now that I have to publicly address it. Right. That he'll get. That finally he got me to do something. Sure. Uh, and then there's the third. The, the lawyer said, you can continue to ignore it. He doesn't have a case. It's California. You were incredibly, you essentially... There's no case. Well, you wrote your opinion about mm-hmm. the charges. And I, then I, you I also wrote the actual charges. Yes. And then I wrote my opinion about his stand-up comedy and about the charges. And then you wrote that he was... Uh, acquitted, acquitted at the end of it. Yeah. Yes. And, ruled not guilty. Right. And I also, I believe, expressed my tiny opinion about that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't yes. even that bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the thing is, is... So the lawyer said, my, my civil civil lawsuit lawyer who tries these cases a lot, mm-hmm. told me there's not really a case here. If he has a lot of money, he can make it expensive, but he's going to lose anyway. I mean, barring the end of the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can't count 100% on anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he had scrubbed the, the internet so... He did, I guess, but I did Google his name once you... When she, told me about that mm-hmm. and it's he was on the second page the on the second page of google res, google results was second page. the sexual assault, assault charges right. being dropped so like 11 or 18 things later yeah the first i guess 15 10 to right. 15 results are 4 years ago when he first started doing at. it right uh it would come up and uh, right away mm-hmm. and he uh whoever he hired are geniuses and i'm sure it was enormously expensive but he's not working, and so he has to blame someone, and he can't possibly blame the fact that he can't write a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. He has to blame me or some other woman because he's a tiny, tiny man. Your Tumblr didn't come up, though. I mean, no, maybe no, it's no, page I can't three even, of Google results. I can't. You define if my you Tumblr. You have to his Google name, his name, my name, the name of my Tumblr. Wow. Like, I have to put in, like, half a dozen words. You have to do way too much work for it right. to be found. Interesting. And so, wonder how he did that. How he found it? Or, no, no, how he squashed it that far down. He paid someone tens and tens of thousands of dollars. This well, is it's, a, is it's the, a real thing. I know it's a real thing. And now that's a little unfair. Google. I mean, it's if you don't have that kind of money to squash something, it's mm-hmm. very unfair that Google makes that kind of money uh, putting certain results up top. Unless you can pay, it's right. almost like extortion on Google's part. Oh, that's yeah. a separate issue, right? Uh, yet, very, very mm. real one. Yeah, and one. I can't even delete uh, all of my tweets anymore. <laughs> One year, I deleted all of my tweets. Yeah. It was like 50,000 tweets. I was like, take them all. Wow. And I just started over. Andy Kindler said to me, it's cheating. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep all your followers. Yeah, I got to keep all my followers. Got to get, get rid of all my tweets. And, uh, <laughs> and so I would love to do it again, but I think it costs money now. And it was a free delete your tweet thing. Oh. It, was, it was a free, it was a free program. Free app that would, something. Free app that would just delete them. I had like, all that gold, man. No, you got gold. No, I got I bullshit. Have gold. <laughs> I have bullshit. You write funny things every day on your Twitter account. So he was told. I was told I could do three things. I could ignore it. Mm-hmm. I could uh, pay the lawyer to um, essentially like tell him to stop and and that he didn't have a case and he was dumb. Mm-hmm. And then, ignore but probably him. in in lawyer terms. Yeah. And then, and that will cost money. Mm-hmm. And, or uh, he said the third thing is called the Streisand effect. Have you ever heard of that? 
I haven't. It's the Barbara Streisand effect. Okay. And it is, uh, and it's real because I Googled that. That came right up, you guys. <laughs> Number one, Wikipedia. Above Barbara Streisand. Above Barbara yeah, Streisand. Yeah, I actually have to know who she is. <laughs> that right, nobody does. And uh, so... Yeah, and it was um, it was essentially it's it's essentially you you turn the internet on him, mm-hmm. and um, hilariously so what do you mean you turn the internet on him. Essentially, I would get like Dave Anthony and Doug Stanhope and all of the guys grumpier and round funnier, up your gang, <laughs> round up my grumpier, angrier, funnier comics <laughs> that have their own pile of haircuts that follow them right. to pile to pile on this guy, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I don't want to do that. No. I I don't. His life is already a me- This is the saddest part of it because mm-hmm. I genuinely, if he was working on himself, at all, at all, mm-hmm. the hero of nine. Have you ever met this guy? No. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone I know that I've had three different women. Have you met him? <laughs> no. I've had three different women comics. He's he's probably five eight or five nine. Mm-hmm. He likes to walk up to women while they're seated. And stick their crotch right in their face. Stick his crotch, his right, crotch in their right in their face. And then go, hey, Jackie, how's it going? It would be like if he were standing here with his dick in my face. Yeah. And go, hey, how's it going? It's good to see you. Mm-hmm. He's done that multiple times because that's the hilarity of the kind of guy he is. Mm. Kyle, you're a tall guy. Mm-hmm. You ever get real close to a woman seated so that your dick's in her face? Try to avoid it. Try to avoid it. You know why? Because you're, you're a grown lost, man. Kyle. <laughs> you're lost. This guy's famous. <laughs> if this guy was smart, he would be the sexual assaulter comic. Because I bet there's a lot of audience that would come to see that. They're tired of this fucking Me Too shit. I think and this Vince Wilson's face got out of. Uh, Vince got out. Champs out. I think he got out of jail. Didn't oh he? shit! Vince Champ, Gotta make he? sure I've said only good things about him. <laughs> as far as rapists go, he wasn't bad looking. <laughs> He was a handsome guy for, and you know, shut up. I mean, he's a rapist, but he was a wasn't bad looking. And I get, I get, I, the, I didn't do anything with him. I get the hairy eyeball because of Bill Cosby. Me saying that he was funny. You said he was funny. That's my problem with it. I agree with you on a rapist. I don't. I never liked him. I was ashamed into not saying it. I was a coward. But it was uh, he helped me out by uh, being charged by ninety women or something. He's a handsome rapist. You want to call it that? You want to call the show? He's a handsome rapist. Don't let the don't listen the listener in on the fucking how the sausage is made, Jackie. Who saw Hamilton? Laurie Kilmartin. <laughs> Boom! Yes, twice. finally, twice. twice, two times. Have you seen Cavalier though? Mm-mm. It's, the, it's <laughs> you will never I don't see even understand the hor- you, why this laugh. The boy would like it. Billboard. The boy would like it. Okay. It's it's uh, Cirque du Soleil with horses. It's oh, horse du Soleil. It? It's, oh yeah yeah yeah. Is it in Santa Barbara now? Camarillo or something? No, it's is in Camarillo. Is it yeah. still even now after the fires and the mudslides? Yeah yeah yeah. Was, mm. uh, we went for cri- at Christmas and there's still four billboards up, so I think it's still there. You should take the boy. It's uh it's uh, you won't yeah, like maybe it. Maybe I don't love it. want someone <laughs> reminding me to take he my will. boy someplace on this podcast tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Why don't you take your mom? No, don't do it. <laughs> you can't get her out of the house. That's the real problem. She, not only that, she has to have some surgical procedure. So, and she goes, but it's a. It'll just take an hour. It's an outpatient. I'm like, of course. <laughs> you can't stay at the hospital one night and give me some fucking reprieve, right? Well, I tell you that my dad said. He said uh, the hospital used to bring me coffee. He's the only guy who misses the hospital because they would bring him <laughs> coffee. I was my like, dad, you live alone, Dad. My dad used to get coffee at Big O Tires. Big O Tires? Yeah, he loved their shop? coffee. They're doing vital work with Folgers? I don't know. Is that what's happening Did over he there? love their coffee? Just to pop oh in and get some Big O coffee. Hey, are we at 30? We are aggressively not. Oh, my, oh my God. Are you kidding me? 15? 18. 18. 18. All right, we're oh, closer to drama. 30 than we are to zero. <laughs> I thought my drama would have taken long enough. Anyway, so I don't want to release the dogs of war on this guy because seriously, I would like him to get some help. No, you no, no, you don't. Who fucking cares if he gets help? You want this not being part of your life and in well, that, inside the, your brain. Yes, that is a, that is genuinely every year and a half. I don't need a weird someone just popping me acro- across the head I going. Remember that fuckwit? Just send the letter. Just and send the letter and try to let it go again. Done. Yeah. 
every year and a half for the rest of my life he's going to call me. You know what? I mean, find out where your Tumblr pops in on Google search and just tell him, look, you're you're lucky. Whatever you did worked because it, it's it's very, very it's low. It's so on the buried. Results. Hey, we have a live, we have a, a couple of live shows coming Sorry. up. Sorry. We're doing two at Flappers, maybe a third. Yeah. For the festival? Oh, we're doing March 19th. Mm-hmm. So wait, that'll be a week from today that, that this drops. Yeah. It's uh, right when I get back from Glendale, Arizona. Right. Doing Tommy Tynes and you get back from New York. That's right. And then on, uh, and then we're doing something Mother's Day afternoon. Mother's Day is 7 p.m. Right. Oh, that's And then we're doing Moon Tower, I think, in between. Yes, we're doing Moon Tower. And then we're... Which will be on the Saturday now because you can't come. That was a big fuck up on my part. Was a, there was an error? You thought yeah. you could get out early, but you couldn't? Yeah. Well, that'll happen. I mean, mm-hmm. you have a job. Right. It turns out you work for a, <laughs> a big fucking deal. I, mean, I know. You, you I, I just yeah. didn't. You feel uh, bad. I, I sense. I didn't handle that properly. I'm an empath. I sense that you feel <laughs> slightly. <laughs> but we'll, we'll do it all on Saturday. Yeah. Um. It'll be good. So anyway, It'll be fun. I apologize to That's... you and the Moon Tower people. The people of Moon Tower. <clears throat> I'm on. Um, I think I get to do a Dork Forest because of it. Okay. Yeah, and I like a Dork Forest. Sure. Oh, please. I know that. I picked. <laughs> it's. Uh, let's see. The next. Uh, the one that comes out after this comes out will be Open Mike Eagle talking about pro wrestling. Okay. Open Mike Eagle was on the new Baron Vaughn, the new Negroes pilot. Mm-hmm. Did you see the? I didn't. The notice of it? No. You know, Baron Vaughn has that show at UCB sometimes called The New Negroes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Comedy Central bought a pilot. Oh, cool. Yeah. And Open Mike Eagle, I think, is doing the music for it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He was on that cruise, the nerd cruise, the Joko nerd cruise. Mm. Can you tell me more about that? Let me tell you about it. Somebody said to me, do you think Lori would like to be on the nerd cruise? And I was like, no, no, I don't. Why do you say that? I take every gig. (laughs) I do every spot offered to me. Yes, I would like to be on a cruise. Oh, my God. So Judah Judah Friedlander called me the other day. Yeah. And uh, he's like... I love Judah. He's so funny, and he's such a great guy, and he's... Such a good guy. He's a good... He's a good person. Yep. And he's uh, fucking he's hilarious. Not, se- not a sexist bone in his body. No. He's just a great comic and a great guy. Okay. He's, he's often got an interesting hat. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's always a fun hat happening. He did an episode of The Dork Forest about ping pong. Mm-hmm. Did you know he's a big ping pong player? I didn't. Well, he's pretty excited about the fact that there's ping pong at Moon Tower. Welcome to Dork Forest Recaps. <laughs> I'm Lori Kilmartin. <laughs> we can call show that. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, because you know that I get uh, introduced uh, at shows now. Right. Nobody says Dork Forest. Everyone's like, you, you do that Jackie and Lori podcast, right? Oh. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I've been 12th year. Curse too. 12th year of uh, Dork Forest. No, no, that's great. Really? No. Guess what? 28 years of not doing a podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, that's my my. my your burden, accomplishments. Your burden, because <laughs> uh, the Dork Forest. I love the Dork Forest, and it's uh, super. I, yeah, no, you would actually like, and and the boy would like it too. It's uh, wait, Floyd, the new Negroes. No, he would also like the new Negroes. But I was thinking the cruise. Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, of course he would. But it, it no, nothing ever happens. All well, like my kids' spring break is not when my break is, and oh, so yeah, nothing yeah, ever all... converges. Right, and it's seven full days. Which would be really hard with work. You'd have to be on big high. Is there a, a lap pool? Oh, and there is not. Mm. You would want no part of it. There is a gym. Guess is there what? an ocean? Nerd cruise? What? Uh, empty. So <laughs> live it up. <laughs> Maria got to work out a fair amount. <laughs> she was psyched. Did she do sets on the treadmill? Uh, she did not. She did sets every morning, 8 a.m. I know. That's amazing. It was so funny. Yeah. And... Uh, but she got to work on all this new stuff. It was great. Mm-hmm. I did a set tonight. Right. At Fay Dodo. Mm-hmm. What's that? Is that the name of the location? Or the yeah. Name of the that's show? where they shot. They, they've shot a bunch of stuff down there. It's down Culver City. Okay. And it's a, there's a small room, a smaller room, and a, and a bigger room. The bigger room used to have the super serious show in it. Right. And uh, the smaller room shot the pilot for New Negroes in the smaller hmm. room. Get this. It has a vaulted ceiling. But it's super dark, and it makes up for it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I love, I love that it's smaller not terrible. room. It's not terrible at all. The bigger room, it has that vaulted ceiling, and it's more of a place where there should be, like, a Lutheran pancake breakfast. What's the next one? Culver City? Because you and I need to buy a house together in, an, in the next Culver City and flip it in five years. 
Wow. You have more tasks than you can take right now. <laughs> Just saying. And you're like, I want to start flip this house. I, I moved to Culver, you know, in 2009 for like yeah. a year when I was working on. And you're uh, like, why didn't I buy? Yes. My God, it's bananas down there now. I know. <coughs> Gosh. It is. We, oh, well. Andy and I looked at a house. We almost bought a house down there in 2003. Really? <gasps> you would be millionaires. We would. You'd be for- like those San Francisco comics that, that accidentally wandered into a house in 1990. <laughs> Nine abotic as right. the market Sue Murphy was shitty. I don't know if I think Sue might have sold hers, but there's she a sold co- her when she came down here. Wow, there's a couple stand ups that are like sitting pretty millionaires, right? Okay, sorry, and then go the ahead. cheering. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is um, the house that we went we liked. There was like a folly in the back of this. It was a crack house. It was genuinely a, a folly. Drug. What do you mean? It there was a like a a fake. Like fireplace in the backs that had fairies and and like cherubs and bullshit on it, mm-hmm. and it had all these like vines, and we thought it was the most romantic thing in the world. And where I was like, let's get this house, and Andy was like, yeah, it had an electric fireplace. He was like, we could redo it and make it into a real fireplace, and I was like, okay. And then he, uh, so we leave. I, by the way, I think somebody's doing a show there now. Uh, and then he brings his buddy Lee to look at it uh, like a, a couple this, of days later. This guy later. sounds like a buzzkill already. His he buddy like, Lee. His buddy Lee is no, like, you no, can't no. buy this place. The, there's no back door on it. There were no you doors on it. You know how much a it. door is? It's $150 at Home Depot. <laughs> buy a fucking door. There was graffiti all over it. Yeah, and it was... there's something called paint. What is wrong with your buddy Lee? What friend? He 2000... probably bought it as soon as you two left. <laughs> he probably called the realtor. <laughs> all right, those assholes are out of here. Give me this thing. He's got a condo in South Pass mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that he bought in like 2000. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the... The crazy thing is, is so it, we would not have done any of that. Right. We have lived in the house that we live in. We've painted one wall <laughs> for fourteen years. We and we Wait, did that we, one might not have needed anything, right? It had. It was kind of no. Our house didn't. The mo- house we moved into didn't need anything. Of and course. Then, so we got new windows, and we I, we've since actually done more. But when mm-hmm. we moved in for. I don't know, probably eight years. The only thing we did was painted that one wall. And then we got new windows, and we put that trellis on the side and planted a bougainvillea. It's exciting. It is and, exciting. And then we put some windows in. But You know, um, there's a lot of comics out there that can't con- conceive of owning a home. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I could, it would not have been in my brain when you're just crawling from open mic to open mic. No. And you're barely able to make your rent and you have roommates that you would so actually own blessed. a home. Yes. Yeah. But so it can happen. It will it can happen. happen. And it only happened to me because I was sweat equity. I mean, Andy bought it and then I then Here's I the thing. Yeah. Bill Gates says the economy is about to tank. So hold on He's to your little, wrong. hold on to your savings accounts because housing prices are going to crash <laughs> and then grab something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just he, start Trump, cash. Trump's not going to keep sailing this ship much longer without hitting an iceberg. You know, no, We're no, the whole down. country's gonna, yeah, yeah, the whole country's going down, and then, uh, and then we'll regroup, you guys. It'll just take about <laughs> twenty or thirty yeah. years for us to, <laughs> to shovel our way out. But uh, as long as he leaves, mm-hmm. that's a win. So um, if we can get him and his Nazis out, that'd be great. Yeah. So um, well, I I um, I had a show on Monday. It's Thursday night, and yeah. then I haven't I haven't had a set for three nights. Oh wow! I kind of like uh, I didn't you know pursue a lot this week because my son has his talent show tomorrow night and Saturday. Oh, is he going to draw something and show him a picture? No, he plays he piano. Oh, that's right. He, he plays he's piano. He's fucking, his hands are huge too and his hands like his his uh, his his thumb and his pinky straddle so many keys and he's like Bing! and he's playing the black keys and the white keys and they're all over the place. I mean, it's really amazing. I'm I'm so he's excited. actually gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, because two years ago you were like he will not practice and you're well, like well he now still he doesn't will. like to practice but yeah. he despite himself he's gotten good. He That's has awesome. to do it's 15 minutes a day Monday through Monday through Thursday. It's really not a lot. No, are you kidding me? That when I but that's class, enough. That's enough. That's yeah. enough to really learn how to play. Yes. So, so good and for he's him. been doing it for six years, like that, yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, so anyway, he's got his uh, his thing on Friday night and Saturday afternoon, and then his New Mexico project was due, and that was fucking far behind. So I, I and so anyway, I just thought, you know, we'll we'll be. And he's also super uh, clingy right now, and I, I I don't I wonder if it's you know. 
you know, sixth grade is looming. It's and it's a big change. It goes. Does he go to middle school? Yeah, next? it's like okay. lockers and different class. You know, four right. or five different teachers, and mm-hmm. it's a big so change. I think he's getting a little. Uh, it's that plateau, and then he's going to jump. Or, sort yeah. of. Like, I know. I always. Yeah. I also feel like these are the last years he's going to want to hang out. Like he's going to be begging me to go to shows every night in two years, right? I'll just You're be like, hoping. <laughs> he will be, is, be like, oh, get out. It's, I, These it's, are the last years he's going to want me to stay home with him. You know? Maybe. Maybe. And it's so funny because you're like, um, it'll be interesting to find out, you know, when we're doing this 10 years from now. Oh, and- God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that God. was so much fun to say that. I can't tell you how much fun it was to say that out loud. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, but who, yeah, uh, you can't, you can't tell with, with kids. Because uh, h- how's his social skills? Does he have friends? In oh, yeah, he's got yeah. friends, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I did a benefit last night with mm-hmm. a bunch of um, women comics. They, they started the week of... Um, Women's empowerment over yeah. at the New York Film Academy. Yeah, and um, it, oh, in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's Andy teaches there. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah that's he right. Teaches yeah, game yeah. design. Yeah, two of the people in the audience were in his classes. I was like, mm-hmm. does anybody have my husband in their class? And one guy in the back <laughs> goes, I do. And then uh, some well, wo- some woman yells, "What's his name?" So I said his name, and uh, kid in the front row raised his hand. I do. I do. And I was like, awesome. Uh, all right. Well, and now gonna... you're gonna know how he fucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, we do it, you guys. I'm gonna be talking about us doing it, and uh, and then I made the Mr. Uh, Ashcraft does tantric. It, yeah. He's a good sport, you guys. He puts out just like so. Um, but it was me and Laura House, mm-hmm. and uh, who was a CD just came out by the way. That's if you right. Love comedy. Get Laura House's CD. Oh my She's god, so funny. Uh, mouth punching, punching mouth, yeah. smash mouth. What's it called? Something mouth punch. Mouth punch. Yes. It's mouth punch. Yeah. And my favorite track is "The South Will Rise Again." It is <laughs> such a hilarious, and she, all this stuff about her dad. Yeah. She was a comic of the week not long ago. Right. Not long ago. I thought it was a while ago. Um, Wasn't she one of yeah, her earlier she, ones? One of the first ones. I don't know what what the fuck I'm talking about. I always but, figure if if one of us. Uh, Oh, you're giving me the lineup? That was the lineup. Oh, that's cool. That's a, geez. It's a hell of a that's lineup. That's a powerhouse lineup. Yeah. It's, uh, so one one of these people, uh, Lisa Delarios, mm-hmm. who uh, I had never met. Yeah. Kate Willett, yeah. comic of the week. San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, Vanessa Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was hilarious. Everybody was so great. Jessica Saley, Laura House, Ellington Wells. You know what? It's, I'm doing a lot of promo for... Uh, my book, Dead People Suck. Dead and People Suck. They're always, it, yeah. but it, they do come around to people just wanting to ask about Me Too and comedy and how's it, how's it changing? And I'm like, y- you know what's changing is there's just so many fucking female comics, so many <laughs> funny female comics. Right, right. It's, it, you know, it, that's changing. It's not, it's not like club owners that used to put, try to put their hands in your vaginas are like, whoa, that's bad. Mm. Like they're still there, but yeah. what's, ter- what's changing is the audience and the performers are changing. Mm-hmm. And there's so many good female comics. Every, God damn. I had never met half of these people. And I, I was know. Like, Every hilarious. time I go to one of these shows, I'm like, where, where, who are you? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, and it's just awesome to meet them. Yeah. Cause you know, they're, you know, they're 22, 27, well, 35 years old. And I was like, what? They just know how to, they, you know, they, they got to skip the awkward period. And it, it feels like they got, they, they got an education in joke writing by watching so much stand up. Right. Cause there's know? so much more stand up to watch. So, and so it's sort of yeah. like, it's 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 a benefit, I think. Even though I was, I never felt bad that I never watched stand up when I was a kid, right? Because uh, when I started doing stand up, I didn't have any bad habits. The only bad habit I had initially was I think I stole somebody's joke right away, mm-hmm. like a month or two into it, and I was told immediately, of course, <laughs> by everyone around me, uh, not to do that. Um, and then I stopped doing that. I did. I did. That's uh, the rule. That is a rule. I did Paige Hurwitz's show at the Improv, where she um, and Karen Cole Gariff is the permanent host. Where uh, the, you, what the fuck is this? Okay, you look that. at old videotape of yourself. So it was me, Tony Kameen, and Margaret Cho. We all started up together in San Francisco. Yeah, and uh, those two brought video, and Paige asked me, I think at the last second, or so she just had she grabbed my girls' night out. Yeah. You know? 
And uh, so we had to watch ourselves on tape. And I was doing this thing where I would tell a joke and I would hunch my shoulders and make a face. And I was like, I that's Paul Lind. You know, Paul Lynn would do a joke and then and just sort of make oh, a little wow. noise afterwards and kind of sell it, like do a little extra. Mm. No. <laughs> Kyle's doing his yes, that He would always do some stuff. Some sort yes. of physical mugging? Yes, yes, yes. And shake and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was doing that after every joke. I was, it, oh, it was, it was uh, horrific. Hard. Yes, it was hard to watch. That's what I always sure. say. Definitely record yourself early on and keep those videos private <laughs> on YouTube so that only you can be horrified by them. And then when you're good enough, uh, when you feel like you know you can watch yourself five years later and go, at least I'm better. But I don't see those ticks in a lot of newer female comics. Like there, I see a lot of confidence in just telling a joke and just letting it let the joke do the work. Unless, unless you need to do an act out to for the joke to work, but but you don't have to do a little dance afterwards. They have stage presence, all yes. of them, men too. Yeah, They're, they all have a stage presence that's insane, and yeah. it's because they were born in an age when everybody has cameras. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think that everybody was on camera know, from an early age. Comfort on being uh, being in front of people. There's, I don't. Uh, there are still people who have stage fright, and there right. are still people who don't want to publicly Look, speak. We can't all be Calvin Harris <laughs> or <laughs> or Tiesta? Tiki Z. Tiesto. I know that we're at thirty. I yeah, we, are. we we got to be at thirty here because I want to talk. I've about never this. seen you want to get out of the studio quicker. <laughs> it's a, I have to fly tomorrow to Grand Rapids and then Salt Lake, and I'm just over this cold. Oh my god! And I know that this plane is Grand going Rapids. to just Grand Rapids. Wait. It's going to be the Gilda Radner thing. You're, with Maria. You're going straight to Grand Rapids. You're not yeah. going to Grand Rapids to get to Salt Lake. No, well, no, yeah, because we're flying Detroit to, and then Detroit to Grand Rapids. Got bumped up on the 12-minute flight that that is. Thank you <laughs> so much, Delta. And then back to Detroit and then Salt Lake on Sunday. Oh, so okay. I'm Saturday night. Tomorrow we're just flying there. Okay. Saturday night we're doing Grand Rapids. Sunday night we're doing Salt Lake City. Dude, that's Monday. sweet. You, you have really a fly sweet. day? And then you can relax all day in yeah. beautiful Grand Rapids. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> they have uh, some really nice olive oils. Okay, I so they do. I they actually have a very nice... Is there a college nice... there? There is a college there. There's uh, also... a um, good coffee house. You're set. I don't want to hear it. We, we're going to go long. We're... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you've said that. Um, so the uh, I'm doing um, I'm doing uncab on Sunday, which will be oh, yesterday you? when this drops. Yeah, and uh, Meryl Marcos doing it. Lauren <gasps> Weedman and shut it. Yeah, Ali Ali Waller. Some Ali people... Willis Waller Waller. She's Who's a writer? Waller? Oh wow. Um, people I just haven't seen ever actually perform but I've been aware I've never wow. seen I'll, I'll, the three of them I haven't and I don't have any did you th- read that Nell Scoville thing I did that was good that was fascinating yeah 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 she has a book oh I forget the name of it but she wrote lean in um don't don't let the uh book cover fool you uh Cheryl Sandberg didn't write a word of it there's no way there's no way it was interviewed. Oh, I was going to say that's not the name that's on that book. No, Nell, Nell Ghost. She, when you did ghostwrite, she? you write. Okay, okay. Yeah, Cheryl Sandberg's very busy. She didn't sit there in front of <laughs> right. a word doc and fucking pound that shit out. That was no, Nell. That was Nell. Um, and so she wrote a book about being a female comedy writer. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, back yeah, on it's Letterman cool. for the year. Yeah. And, uh, and so. the Simpsons, and you know. Oh yeah, Sabrina yeah, the Teenage Witch. She's worked. It yeah. turns out still working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that sounds like a hell of a lineup. With Comic of the Week, d- do the name. Pam Waltz. Walt. Who I can't believe we didn't do before. I know. I'm shocked. W- w- that's the other thing is I can't believe, because the name I said, we haven't done her either. Yeah. Well. And uh, so uh, at House of Pamcakes. Pamcakes, yeah. <laughs> uh, That makes me laugh against she my She has will. a really cool podcast, which I did. And, yeah? Uh, What's she's- it called? Yeah, House, House of Pancakes, Pancakes. oddly enough. Um, but uh, yeah, she's really funny, dark, super dark joke writer. Just great. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and Kyle just worked with her. Yeah. So uh, that's the other great. And, and she murdered. He said she a was a just hammer. Just a machine. Yeah. Yeah, a joke machine. That's awesome. Pam, Pam Walt. Pam you guys. Walt. House of Pancakes. <laughs> also a podcast. And that's awesome. 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait to, to see more of everyone's work, quite honestly, except for shitty comics, which I don't want to see anymore. Just sitting, I just got a text actually tonight yeah. um, from a friend of ours who is on the road, and she said, oh my God, how did she put it? She said, I just have to follow some seriously mediocre. She said the feature oh, is uh, the feature is going up. Is it this person? Nope. Oh, okay. It is not that person. I'm working with two gentlemen that should never be doing comedy. <laughs> but they're nice. Oh, no. He's selling merch during his set, and he's the feature. <sighs> now he's talking about his website. I was like, he only has 30 minutes. Oh, my God. So, um, can you see who it is? Uh, no. All right. How do you read this? Well, I have glasses. I do, too. I know, but you're wearing contacts. Wait, where? Right there. It's I can't that read person. that either. What the- oh. oh, oh, yeah, I can. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, it's a. Uh, and there's now- nothing worse than someone selling merch while you're still on stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like talking about in there, like the no, way I like do? the yeah, feature is. Oh. Uh, please buy my teddy bear or whatever. Right. And then <laughs> they set up the merch table while you're on stage still doing your act. Have you ever had that happen? I set up the merch table while the feature's up. Yeah, but you don't sell stuff, right? Oh, no, no, no. No, that's what I mean. Oh, right. I mean, selling while you're on stage. Yeah. Someone's going to the bathroom. You don't Instead of rushing back to get to you, they're buying this guy's T-shirt. Right, right. I'm like, no, go go do a thing. Uh, Whenever, like, if I set it up during the feature, though, like, if somebody stops to watch, I was like, not before you see the jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, get out. Keep moving. This doesn't work. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) And at Rooster Teeth Feathers, uh, if if the room isn't full, you sell inside. In the room where (sighs) the dude is up or... It's always a dude. It's not always a dude, but whatever. But when the feature's up, um, you can set up in the space that it's still in the room. And then if it's full, you have to sell outside, and it's very hard to set up. (laughs) It is hard to set up. Clubs need to realize that they're paying us the same they were paying us in 1995. So we're trying to make up for it by selling merch. Right. We need a place to sell this shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just a card table. Go ahead. Go to Home Depot, <laughs> knock yourself out. Buy a door at Home Depot and put it across two chairs. That's $150. That's Nobody's right. doing that. So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've just been, I've, uh, what else is happening? Oh, I've had, I had a cold. I was very brave. Mm-hmm. I kept, uh, I kept, uh, and then I got called into freaking jury duty. I couldn't, I was so, I've always wanted to be on a jury. Just, just imagine the the freedom of being told you're supposed to judge others. Mm-hmm. You know, I've spent most of my life just judging others. Are you doing a bit sanction. on me? I'm, no, I'm just uh, I'm I'm making fun of myself. At okay. you. this is not a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I sniff a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, and I have farmed, <laughs> I have farmed some jokes into the world. I, know. But, uh, it isn't right. It isn't right. Um, I, um, 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 what else you got? I don't know what I got. I feel like there's just too much time left. <laughs> there's always too much time left. <laughs> oh, I, uh, so I, tonight I did, I have a new punchline with my empath joke, a new end on it. Yeah. Finally it worked, but it's so dark. That I get that laugh that's like, oh, oh. and you're like, fuck you. Yeah, Which you is want not... it to end on a big, gigantic ender laugh. Yes, yes. You don't want it to end on that, so i got to tag it now. Yeah. Because it's a funny line. I don't want to throw it away. But it can't be your closing line. It can't be the closing line for the joke. And um, But at least it has a stronger ending than the petering out that was previous. And then I forgot is the there, flirting joke. I is there a callback? Possible. There is there a callback possible? Is there is there another joke that you can attach to this? Maybe, chunk maybe because the empath joke comes. Sometimes you're the, doing all this extra work, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you already did the work. Just connect the dots, right? Right. It, maybe it's mm-hmm. like that string art from the seventies. Remember the wire? It was like a three masted ship. I think I got a Girl Scout badge in that. <laughs> Were you in Gir- Girl Scouts? Fuck yeah. You sell cookies? Yes. Nice work. Yeah. I, I still have my sash and all my badges still stitched all over it. I was in brownies until Nancy Cation said, I'm not driving into brownies anymore. Is that your stepmom? Yeah. And I was like, all right. They didn't, they didn't like my, my, my 
predictive um, how I was going to sell the cookies anyway. So, <laughs> Your Elliot Cation Yeah, daughter. my Elliot Cation daughter. Uh, I got to skim a little off the top here, you guys. My You're getting your cut. son insists on going to Boy Scouts. And, yeah. Uh, I'm, I have not participated. His babysitter takes him on Tuesday oh, okay. nights. I don't, I, I don't buy him the uniform. I'm not. I'm not. Does his dad buy him the No, no one does. I have he no idea have why they won't kick him out. Because he, he won't, like, he doesn't, he doesn't have any badge. I'm like, what are you doing there? You don't have badges. You're not tell, You're not saying, hey, you're mom, I want to get knots. this badge. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? He's just hanging out. He's just out with new his... guys to hang out with. Yeah. A bunch of new guys that he doesn't know. That's like his bar, I guess, on Tuesday <laughs> night. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> to get Some away guys from like grandma. a coffee shop. Yeah. It's just like, I just Get away some... from the old lady. Exactly. It's, uh, I, if I were him, I too would take up hobbies that weren't real. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, if he starts ice fishing, <laughs> that's what adult men do in the Midwest oh to get God. away from their in-laws. They uh, take up ice fishing. You writing anything new? You got any new bits? Nope. <laughs> well, I'm Thanks sorry for bringing it, it up. up. No, I guess I have an idea of something I want to try. Um, but when's the last time we did a podcast? A couple of days ago? Yeah. Yeah, and then I just ha- I had one set on Monday night. Um, Fielding Edlow had a, uh, oh, a cool. benefit. And so it was a bunch of drunk moms. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, all I know is I get to the show... And I was up first, and it was it was fun. There was some drunk mom. Kira was there. Wayne Fetterman <laughs> was there, and Ian fun. Edwards was going last. So I did my set, and I and then I ran into the car, and I drove home quickly, and I got in my pajamas and took three three uh, melatonins and was reading to my son. And I'm like, I bet Ian Edwards is just getting on stage. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> That's a win, kind of. It is totally. I did a set, but That's I'm still an... doing the mom shit. Right, fucking. I need like a theme song when I do that. <laughs> right, some sort of like the some, theme some of stripes. Double O Seven or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah some stripes. Th- <laughs> I don't know. There's a theme song. I had a um, what else happened? Oh, I had a meeting with um, all things comedy. Yeah. About doing a video series, mm-hmm. Dork Expedition kind of thing, mm. and um, which is what I think where the stripes things came up because I oh. many years ago, I think it was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. I tried to do a video, a YouTube show of Dork Expedition, or I thought about it. And I cut together essentially like just a sizzle thing. And it was so much work nine years ago. I was like, oh, I'm I'm never doing this. Right. Uh, Like iMovie and. Yeah. uh, No, I had had my buddy Joe Wilson help me out, who used to co host the Dork Dork Forest. Mm -hmm. And. He did it, and he did a really good job. But oh, but the music, he just grabbed the Stripes music. He's like, obviously, this is just the sizzle reel. You can't keep the Stripes music. <laughs> and uh, I so, don't know it. I don't know the Stripes I can't music. remember how it goes. Music is not remember my Remember Meatballs? That was great. Meatballs? No, is that the summer camp movie? Yes. Is, it just doesn't matter? Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I was going to show that to my son, but then there's some parts of it that are that don't hold up. Did we talk about this? Racy. Yeah, and then there might be a date rape or something. Yeah, it's it's uh, it does not hold up. It does not hold up. Bummer. It is a bummer. Uh, Sixteen Candles has at least two boob scenes for him, so maybe you just hand him that and walk out of the room. He doesn't like boobs yet. He doesn't. He's just eleven. He's eleven. That's true. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Joe Wilson. YouTube. Joe, yeah, but whatever. So they. But comedy. so I showed them this old sizzle reel from nine years ago. Yeah, and they were psyched. It's still, it, they have it, a nice it still studio. holds up. I just did Kira Soltanovich's podcast there. Nice studio. Yeah, it's really nice. It's Gorgeous. A, Brand yeah. new. Huge. Mm-hmm. And huge. Uh, used to be slightly bigger. It's no padded cell like we're in here. <laughs> let me tell right. you that. It, it doesn't have... It's, uh, it doesn't have a band playing underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Um... But it does have uh, it does have water, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on uh, uh, Heather McDonald's podcast that came out today, Juicy Scoop. Oh, what? How was that? It was fun. That do you know fun. her? Not I, offhand, I but I probably I, do. We kind of just it's knew just each other fun. a little bit. Like she mm-hmm. wrote for Chelsea Handler, and she's got she's kind of got her own thing happening, completely self generated. Yeah, you know, career. It's kind of cool and inspiring, and she's got kids and. So. Oh, does she? Yeah, she, she has, has more than two kids and a wow. step, I think. Wow. A step kid, too. Yeah. So that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of hustle, man. Mm-hmm. I appreciate I appreciate the, those hustlers. 
Man, you should. Uh, you You're were a hustler. You're what? Mutual admiration society, <laughs> huh? Come on, Kilmartin. Look at us in our two hundred. You have to hour. do as many possible revenue streams that you can. Well, that's, make happen. That's it. I mean, right. right. It's so. Uh, you know what? I I did want to listen to was Kathleen Madigan has a new album out this week too. Oh, uh, something called uh, "Bothering Jesus," I think it's called, <laughs> which is a great name. She's doing a thing where she reads "Fire and Fury" on YouTube. <laughs> Right, I saw that. I saw that. She just reads that that book. Just in complete contempt. I love it. Yeah. It's kind of... I mean, it's the thing is about Kathleen Madigan is that I've been compared to Kathleen Madigan for my entire career. And I just met her eight years ago. Yeah, right, right. So um, it's so funny when I would watch her do stand-up starting about... Eight years ago, yeah, and I was like, "We are nothing alike." Oh my god, I are, know you're not. Not at all. The only thing that we are kind of alike in in this moment, I feel some affinity to her because yeah. she has also never been a political comic. Yeah, but is now being driven insane, right? Because we're all being driven mad, right. and you have to talk about something, right? And what else are you thinking about besides uh, the end of our republic? Right. It's very hard to not do jokes about it. <laughs> Jackie, come Trump, on. Trump's about to negotiate a peace treaty with Kim Jong-un. I think it's going to be okay. I think he thought he was talking to North Korea, but he was actually talking to South Korea. Did you read that? Uh, vice versa, I think. No, no. He, he was thought he was talking to... to North Korea, and he was actually talking to South Korea. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't actually talked to North Korea. He, he was bragging about talking to North Korea, mm-hmm. and then it came out he was talking to South Korea. Mm. And you're like, dude. Right. You are not good at this. Mm-mm. And, uh, Hold on. but who cares? So, yeah, I'm, I got, I, I'm going to Glendale. Yeah. Arizona, probably on Thursday of this, when this go, comes out. Yeah. And that'll be fun. That's in almost a brand new club. That's, yeah, that uh, sounds funny. Glendale, I can't wait Arizona. To hear about it. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be super. I like, I like the guy that owns it, Tom. I really like, he's a funny comic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I heard... Um, Such a cutthroat... It's an unexpectedly cutthroat comedy town because there are a couple crazy club owners there that are... Oh, and... Oh, right. I remember... Scottsdale, that whole oh, right. thing. It's, it's just like, like... And keep switching around. Fucking everyone and, chill. It's 150 degrees. <laughs> Why are you guys so mad? Why, How do you right. get off your couches to get this angry? Right, and nobody's driving more than 20 minutes to go anywhere. Yes. So if it's on the other side of Phoenix... The state is laid out on a, a grid, and no one... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, no one's competing with you. Nobody's competing. Oh, it's, you have this. You have a different 180 people <laughs> that are willing to come to your club each week. True. So do you hear about Harvey's though in Portland? Is that Barry Neal was booking it, and uh, after he, a month they fired him. Okay, so Barry Collin is the guy that owns it. He st- does he still own it? I thought that a guy named Howard owned it. Did ha- did he sell it? Why um, is there more than one Barry involved in one? Comic? <laughs> <laughs> Who's naming their kids Barry? Stop 57 it. years Fuck ago. It, stop it. <laughs> if I don't time know. travel was invented, we'd go back and say <laughs> no. Bartholomew Barry's. is not a decent name. I don't mind Bartholomew. You call him Bat, but not <laughs> Barry. You call him Bat. Yes. <laughs> How about Batty? Hey, Batty. <laughs> You're a little Batty. Um, but now I heard that it's Pat Wilson. Oh, okay. You work for Pat Wilson? Yeah, I have. I no didn't because uh, the one time I tried to work for Pat Wilson was probably yeah. fifteen years ago. Right. She used to book a lot of one nighters outside of Seattle. Yeah, she was right? the uh, chief competitor to David Tribble. Right. But she didn't have any hotels. Yeah, yeah, that was always that's always why Dave won. <laughs> right, Dave won because uh, people have to sleep somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and Pat Wilson couldn't cut into the couldn't figure that out for right. some reason. Right. So, I met her at some festival in like ninety seven. So right. in ninety nine or ninety eight, uh, we talk on the phone. She's like, "Let's do it." So I book a series of five or six nights, and she tells me. That there's no hotel except for for one of the nights, and then so you're coming from Wisconsin here, from L.A. to, to outside of Seattle and north of Seattle. And where are you supposed to stay? Uh, she w- did not care. And so, um, and you're I, he- are you headlining? Headlining. That's ridiculous. Well, uh, that's what I I, I hang that- up the phone and then I start doing the math and I realize I can't afford to do that run. Well, right? I mean, is that does she just only want to hire? 
Seattle, Seattle comics. comics who can drive there and back. Which is uh, that makes sense. That's a business plan. That is a business plan. But she offered it to me, and she was completely honest about it too. Yeah. Right? All she right. was like, "There." So I guess she did only want to book Seattle comics, yeah. right? And there's a so, ton of Seattle comics. And in 97, yes, 99. Definitely. Sure. And so I call her right back after I do the math. Like 10 <laughs> minutes has gone by. Right. And I say, hey, I just did the math. I can't actually afford to do this. And she, and I quote, says, if you cancel this on me, I will never book you again. <laughs> and I said, Jackie, she just made flyers so quickly. In 10 <laughs> minutes, she had flyers all over well, the country. I was like, well, I can't afford to work for you, so that actually works out for me. I'm so sorry. And uh, so I had to let it go. And so now, but Harvey's, because Helium doesn't book me. That guy doesn't like me. He doesn't not like me. I just, I can't fill the room. Right. Uh, but he does book this is men that Whenever I hear that, I want to go to their calendar. I go, oh, oh, is that a room filler? Oh, that guy's a room filler? That guy's not a room filler. Interesting. That guy's, hmm. But I'll tell you, the guy who owns Helium also owns this Ticketmaster kind of thing. Yeah. That he tries to sell to all different comedy clubs. And once he can sell that, to, once he gets into comedy clubs, he can find out who does fill the room. Oh. Because he's got the data. Interesting. He's uh, he's not a dumb guy, but he's not much of a comedy guy. He's more of a business a guy. A data guy. Yeah, he's a data and business guy. Mm. Uh, but he has really good-looking rooms, so it's a pity that he is unmoved by me. That's a bummer. It but, is a bummer. But if it's not personal... It certainly has not never been personal. Maybe this podcast brings up Cation's numbers a Boom. little bit. You guys. <laughs> Helium. They're in Philadelphia. Portland. St. Louis, Raleigh, North Carolina. Did they buy Charlie Goodnight? Yep. And there's one other. uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. That's right. Did they buy the Funny Bone in Buffalo? I think so. Oh, so they get get rooms and renovate them. Uh Uh-huh. Did you ever work Charlie Goodnight's? I never did. Such a great room. Great, like the good dank, like low ceiling and the whole nice. Remembers low. It's just a great room, and um, and Raleigh's like part of that research triangle. So there's a lot of, don't take this personally, Southerners, but smart people, unexpectedly smart people. Seriously, get Laura House's new album. (laughs) It's so great. But (laughs) she's um, from like Boondocks, Texas. (laughs) She's from like in between a tumbleweed and a piece of cactus. But uh, I worked with Tim Wilson there. Oh, did you? The mighty Tim Wilson. The mighty Tim May Wilson. May he rest in peace. And then a couple other times. I, I think I worked with Charlie Vericola, who's, oh, who's like yeah, yeah. Tops guy. Yeah, yeah. I, are I they, remember they still Char- work together? I don't know. That guy was like a fist with a haircut. I remember Charlie Vericola. <laughs> I remember that dude. He's feisty. You got to like feisty. He was feisty. Yeah. He was and a joke machine. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I, I met him several times in Vegas. But he also built carrot tops, props. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And and he, he wrote for him too. He was part of the very fascinating Marin WTF with carrot top. Charlie was there. It's oh, probably really? behind a paywall now, but it was like a a, a weird look into a that, Vegas that dynamic a Vegas act. You know, someone lives in a gigantic house in Las Vegas, and right. he just does his shows every night. That, that would drive weird. me bananas. Yeah, you would not. That is not for well, you. Well, I think for most comics, you do want to get out of a place after you've been there a week. That's yeah. just your, that becomes your rhythm of, I got to get out of here. I can't stay well, here. I think that's week. why Brad Garrett does it like six weeks. He does his own club oh, yeah. probably. He headlines like six weeks a year. I think. Yeah. Brad Garrett does. Uh, I haven't seen that room. Have you seen that? Do you ever go to Vegas? No, I haven't been there in a long I time. I wouldn't go on a dare. You'd have to pay me to go to Las Vegas. Of course. The last time I was in Las Vegas, uh, 2006. Yeah. I uh, went and saw Barry Manilow, and it was for my bachelorette party. Previous to knowing Lori K. Martin, you would have been, been invited. Would you have come? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your loss. Danielle Koenig came. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Good. Yeah. See, I know you have friends that'll go. I don't need I, to show up, you too. You don't need to? No. My sister came. It was weird, because my friend, uh, friend of mine from college. You know college, what? If you yeah. were a friend, you'd invite my mom to I, leave me alone for a week. I have already That's invited. what a friend does. I have told you that I would take your mom out to lunch. Remember that? Oh, guess what? I'm gone during lunch. <laughs> not, not a big help. <laughs> Am I supposed to take her to dinner? <laughs> we're not dating. I'm not going to date your mom. <laughs> Um, Was she still drinking coffee? Uh, in the morning, yeah. And then uh, she has her vodka and her mini carrots at night. Her and her vodka and mini carrots, because you got to stay, uh, you got to stay 
thin. Um, I would how. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what to okay, do. I don't even, I don't even know, know where okay, to go with that. I can't. I just can't believe a person lives on that. But, uh, but no, yeah, she still does. Um, I worked the Riviera right before it got blown up. Oh, oh yeah, my God. and I were I was featuring, and I didn't want to feature, but I was. I think it was like on the way out to L.A. or something where it lined up, and I didn't, yeah. at the Booker. Oh, it was Sharippa was booking it. Steve Sharippa, uh, and he's always, you know, I mean, he's a nice he's guy. He's one of that guy. But he's like 11,000 years of that tone sweetheart. of voice. He's a nice guy. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, for, I'm sure it was like a big deal if you booked a woman as a headliner, like, and you just go, all right, if I'm going to do business with this guy, I'm going to be lessened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if I'm going out to LA, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, you're getting halfway there and you're making a little money for the week and then you go the rest of the way there. Yeah. So sometimes you take it. So, but it was a while ago anyway, but, um, the headline, I was so enraged because, well, I just hate being in a casino anyway. The people make me angry. Anyone that visits a casino voluntarily (laughs) and not because they have a show. I hate, it's like, I have nothing in common with you. And I take your fanny pack and shove it up your ass. Uh, Yes. No. Um, but the headliner closed on a Columbo impression. What year was this? I would say this is 2007, 2008. Yeah. Wow. There are people listening to us that don't know what I just said. They don't don't understand what I just said. Columbo. Columbo. There's this guy named Peter Falk who's an actor, and one of his eyes was wonky. It went, like, left while the rest of the other eye went right. Mm -hmm. And so... So many comics, so many male comics in the 90s did a Columbo impression. And uh, Kevin Pollack was, like, famous for it. Well, and yeah, because he could nail the voice yes, as well. Everyone else did a version of Kevin Pollack's impression, just like everyone else does. Oh, I can only do impressions of other people yes, doing impressions. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, I have, um, I can do Keanu Reeves being James Bond because John Bush of Minneapolis comic did a James <laughs> Bond John Keanu Reeves. Remember John Bush? Yeah, what's yeah. he doing? I think he's living in Iowa and married. And, uh, and he's whatever. not doing any stand-up I anymore? think he's doing some theater, like community theater. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, but I remember he said, How does that he says, my name is Bond. Jamie Bond. That's the worst Keanu Reeves ever. It but is. But he used to do it better. Anyway, but I'm so. obsessed with a comic going switching over to community theater in Iowa. <laughs> what? Right. He was, it was. He was a New Yorker. For a while, he yeah, was. He I was. used to see him all the time at the comic strip. Bam, oh bam, bam. Every single night. He lived here for a while. Uh, he lived here in 94 when the big quake happened. Uh-huh. And he moved. Uh, and he did a great joke about being a Quaker faker. And uh, because there was during that big quake, people would say, I woke up three blocks away. Uh-huh. And uh, you're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Mm. But he freaked out because of the uh, the earthquake and moved to New York. And then 9-11. And then, and then 9-11. <laughs> sent him to Iowa. <laughs> sent him to Iowa. He's like, I gotta go it. in the That'll middle of the country and uh, just dig a well. Wow. Um, yeah, so. So, so oh. you're working with a Columbo guy. Oh, God. And the, the audience. What was the joke? Do you remember? No, the... it was just an impression of Columbo. Do, you know, who, who? these guys never write jokes. They yeah. they fucking pull out their Columbo hat and they do their <laughs> big closer, and I was just like, I'm featuring for this guy. What the <laughs> fuck? That enraged me. Yeah, yeah. I that is a sentiment I have. <laughs> <laughs> like I hadn't felt that. I haven't felt that way in a long time. Me, but well, I haven't had I to, to feature that for way. that guy. I haven't had to feature for that guy. Right. I used to feel that way for I would say the second half of the '90s on up to 2004, mm-hmm. nonstop. That was the last guy I featured for that oh. I could think. And he's a hardcore road dude, so he's not bad. He's good. But he's, it's, it's, it's tired. Oh, it's, really? It's not, I it's not a lot of. long set in a long time. His long set is exhausting. It's oh. just, it's just, it's, it might it's as well be what you've heard it before. Yeah, he's just okay. like, just do one more question. That's that's what they always that's the always line that they always do with Columbo. Uh, just uh, oh. just uh, one more last. Oh right right right. right one more right. last question. I thought you were giving away his uh, his punchline or yeah no. or whatever his no, t-shirt. I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy was a merch monster though. Fifteen hundred bucks in in t-shirts that week. No. Fifteen hundred. Were they funny shirts or they? They were made to in America. His... Oh that my was it. god! It was right after nine eleven. No. Yeah. Oh, and he's—I think he said he was donating some of it to somebody. And you're like, I would like to see documentation. You know what? <laughs> I did donate some of it to somebody. I'm donating I... the Meat Shield shirts, and and I I'm almost at. Uh, 
I just donated to both the ACLU and the Southern Law Poverty and Planned Parenthood this weekend because I'm Bitch, like, it's those taken are my too monthlies, long. man. Those That's, are my monthlies. You got a guild job. Just fuck up. <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> listen. <laughs> I, I, did a, I did a show in Albuquerque right after 9-11. Like, yeah. But maybe, I think I already told the story where I sold my Kiant. Did I ever tell you about that big Kiant? Right. Oh yeah, say, yeah, the cunt bitch. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's let's do a biatch version of bitch. Yeah. Uh, for Kian, for cunt. If I never said, I'm, I prided myself on never <laughs> saying the c word. I would just right. say Kian. And then all of a sudden, like it's somewhere like in maybe 2002, everyone decided to say cunt on stage. And all of a sudden, me who I, who wrote around the word yep. and took a really was very careful to write around it. Every feature saying cunt. I'm right. Like, what the fuck? We took back the word. I I think no, I told dudes. This. It was dudes. Dudes took back the word. Dudes never. Dudes never let, let it go. <laughs> well, it was a dude saying the word cunt though, because I heard women yes. saying the word cunt in the 2000s. Yeah, that's now it's, that not now yeah, everybody's now nothing, saying it. But, but I had a joke in it had to be ninety six or ninety seven. It was the oh, it fucking burned every bridge that run. Mm. But I was at the Spaghetti Works in in uh, in uh, not was it, it, it Rapid was in City? Iowa. It's or, in Iowa. It's in Iowa. The Spaghetti right. Works. Okay, so John Bush will know. John Bush knows. <laughs> and uh, so I was eating it. Right. And so I decided to try this new joke about the... And I said the word cunt. Oh, And yeah, the yeah, guy... Yeah. And I got narked on by the headliner. And uh, Who's I didn't... the headliner? Uh, Mike Veneman. He's dead. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. It's not my fault. But some uh, cunt did. Some cunt nar- narked on me. And other than that, he was a nice enough guy. <laughs> 11,000 years of he's a nice enough guy but he narked on me he's a bossy fucking magoo another just old white dude telling me what to do with my stand up and he said you can't say the word cunt on stage and I said I just did I have (laughs) and I have one so I don't understand why I can't say it and then the Muller was the booker Ken Muller Ken Muller right yeah, the triple of the southwest right he went all the way up to Iowa and he and his uh, and he was based on the Spaghetti Works town oh. and his sons are running it now like Yoder's sons are and, <laughs> oh my um, god it one night it's a dynasty a yeah yeah it's a dynasty oh my god so, uh, what is wrong but Ken Muller said hey I heard you said the C word on stage and I go yeah he goes it's not actually cool and I was like okay but nobody told me that before I went up, so whatever. But I, then I ended up just burning every bridge. I got so drunk on that run that I drunk dialed two bookers one night, crying. <laughs> I can't even tell you why I or what happened. I can't imagine a tear leaving your eye. Oh, it was money related. <laughs> I couldn't find. I can see it. <laughs> there you go. Now you can see it. Now you can see it. Yeah. Keisha needs to get paid, and if she's lost the two hundred bucks that she got paid that night because she brought a dude back, I brought a dude back to my room, and I thought he stole it. Did he charge you two hundred dollars? He charged me two hundred dollars to not have a condom. That's AOL uh, instant messenger money <laughs> back then. Oh, look at this. What? We're done? We've been an hour for like 20 minutes now. What? How Is much it an hour 20? You're at, oh, hour 8, actually. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Bye. I gotta finish this. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, just because it's a. Cause, <laughs> The thing is, is so I bring a dude back, but I'm super, super drunk. Yeah. And all I remember this night is that he didn't have a condom. And he said, well, I'll go get one. And I said, no, I'll be passed out by the time you get back. And so he left. And then I couldn't find my 200 bucks. So I drunk dialed the wrong one-nighter booker. And then I drunk dialed the right one-nighter booker. And then I found the $200. Thank you. Bye. Wait. Buy my book. Buy her CD. Bye. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.